Previously on Sammy Magic. But we must be careful. Whoever sheds the blood of a unicorn has to be one of the most evil creatures in existence. What's the matter, Ginger? We're going to have us one very, very fun time out here. Come on! Let's go find a unicorn murderer. The Big Cool Rock is a vessel of infinite power. Nicky Flannel ended up using it to give himself eternal life. They discover a dead unicorn laying in a pile of that beautiful rainbow blood and a darkened figure coming from within the forest, approaching it slowly. Come with me if you want to live, or don't, I don't care. And he sees the rune slowly undo itself, unraveling on its arm, almost erasing itself from existence. Sammy panics and begins to scramble backwards as that figure stares at him and moves closer and closer, and Sammy Magic passes out into darkness. Sammy Magic is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Sammy awakens in a bedroom that he doesn't quite recognize, but in his heart of hearts, he knew it was his. What's going on? Where am I? Why do I sound like this? Where are those voices coming from? Sammy jumped up with a start as he surveyed the room, seeing a model of the planetary system floating above his bed, seeing posters of local sports teams on the walls. Sammy was confused. Okay, what's going on here? This is... this is so weird! (laughs) Stop that! Samuel Jeremy Magic, get downstairs right now! A voice calls from downstairs, and Sammy almost recognized it. It was familiar, but not too familiar. Sammy looks down at his pajamas featuring characters from hit film Star Wars and quickly rushes down the stairway as that voice continues. I'm telling you, young man, you have two options right now. You can either sleep in and miss the bus... Or you can get to school on time and enjoy some of my famous flapjacks. With that comment, the figure turns towards Sammy and he looks up and he sees his mother. He sees Eartha Magic standing there right in front of him and Sammy couldn't help himself. He rushed forward and embraced her in a massive hug. Well... I didn't know that my flapjacks were that good. (laughs) Mom, Mom, you're alive. You're you're alive. Well, of course I'm alive, silly. What'd you think? Well, no, I thought you had been dead. You'd been dead my entire life. Sammy, please stop talking to your mother like that. You're gonna scare her. She ain't gonna get them flapjacks the perfect shape. Sammy turns to discover his father, Jeremiah, sitting there at the table reading a newspaper, a cup of steaming hot coffee at his side. Dad! Dad, it's you! 
Sammy rushes over to the table and sits next to his father, who puts down the newspaper and smiles at him warmly, his lips playing out from underneath his massive mustache. Yes, it really is me. Son, are you alright? You conk yourself on the head at baseball practice yesterday or something? <laughs> no? I don't... I don't play baseball. I, I play wizard football. Wizard football? <laughs> oh, please don't tell me you're still thinking about those wizard nightmares. It's not true, Sammy. They're just dreams. That's what we told you. You're a normal boy like everybody else. Baseball bat in your hand and dream in your heart. Jeremiah reaches out a hand and places it over Sammy's hand, giving him a warm smile. So like I was saying, baseball, school, how's it going, son? I... I, um... Before Sammy can answer, a knock is heard at the door. It's open! I hope you save some flapjacks for me. A voice calls as a dark, shadowy figure creeps through the doorway, and suddenly it's... It's entire present. It's... Can you guys calm down? Trying to add ambiance. His entire presence seems to peel the paint off of the walls itself. It shifts the entire nature of the world around Sammy Magic. Why, evil Douglas, you old scamp, I didn't expect to see you this early in the morning. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, Miss Magic, I heard those old flapjacks were getting ready, and I just, I had to come over and get me some. Mom, stay away from him. Sammy comments, jumping up with a start. Sammy, this is our neighbor. Don't be so ridiculous. Get behind me. Sammy calls as he pushes his father behind him. What's the matter, Sammy? You ain't afraid of old evil Douglas, are you? You ain't afraid of your neighbor, your best friend, the man who... The man who made all this happen. (laughs) The voice echoes throughout the room as he slowly approaches Sammy, darkness seeming to shoot out from under his cloak, tendrils of blackness stretching up and crawling across the walls. Now see, Sammy, this feels good, doesn't it? Feels good to have your dad's hand in yours, your mama's arms wrapped around your shoulders. This feels right, doesn't it? No, no, this this isn't natural. This isn't right. All right and wrong, those are all... That's all objective, Sammy. I mean, in my opinion, what's right is to have your mother's loving arms around you. What's right is to have a family be together. But certain people, like Alan Grumblebum, don't agree with that, Sammy. But you're different. I know. I've seen you. I know what you've seen when you looked in that mirror, and I know how badly you want this. And all you gotta do, Sammy, is bring me the big, cool rock. All of this, all of this can happen for you if you put that rock in my hand. You can make it happen for you. You can make it 
happen for me, Sammy. Sammy stares up at evil Douglas, his clenched fist slowly unfurling. But before he can answer, a sharp pain shoots through his body as evil Douglas involuntarily shoots out of the door in a massive bolt of electricity. The entire framework of the house begins to fall apart bit by bit as Sammy turns around to see his parents slowly falling to their knees, their bodies withering away into nothing but skeletons as they just beg him, beg him for help. Sammy, Sammy, you can save us. Sammy, please don't let this happen. You can save us, Sammy. Please, son, please, please save us, please. And suddenly their bodies turn to dust in front of Sammy as the entire facade of this home fades away and Sammy falls through the floorboards, falling infinitely into a pit of darkness. Moments later, Sammy awakens in Alan Grumblebum's office, staring down at his arm where that runic symbol is slowly being repaired by Grumblebum himself. Sammy looks up at Alan, who asks him quietly, What did you see? I... I... Sammy is silent. He is dumbfounded. He does not know how to explain to Alan what he just saw. Sammy, I need you to snap out of this. What did you see in there? What did Evil Douglas do to you? I... 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 I can't... Sammy still doesn't speak. It's not that he's refusing. It's that his very body is stopping him from letting any words slip past his lips. Sammy, I didn't want to have to do this to you, but this school is clearly dangerous for you. And clearly evil Douglas is manipulating you, and if and if he succeeds, and if he gets that big cool rock, it puts not just you at danger, not just me, but this entire institution... Sammy, if we don't protect you, you could end up destroying yourself there. There's no way we can keep you here at Wizard Harvard. What? Sammy finally responds with only one word. What? I've already contacted your uncle. He's on his way to the school right now. I hate to say this, but Sammy Magic, you're... expelled. What? Sammy continues to only be able to spit out that one word, when suddenly, from within the back of the room, a voice calls out, We can't do that. It was Professor Kitty Cat, who rushed over to Alan, furious. You can't do that to us. This Sammy has been one of the best students we've ever had in Lionheart. He's our seeker. You're going to ruin... The entire year, if you do this, he has been a boon to our house points. I mean, other than the whole 150 that he got taken off last week, other than that, he's been astounding. So what you're presupposing is that the safety of this school 
that the safety of our students, that the safety of me, you, and this boy are less important than the house cup. Basically, yes. That's a very kitty cat manner of speaking, but okay. What do you suppose instead? Well, how about a little wager? Right now, Lionheart is sitting firmly in fourth place in the House Cup. If Sammy Magic can lead Lionheart back up to where it once was at the top of the leaderboard, he can stay. If not, you get what you want. He's expelled. He's out of this. But the way I figure it is, Sammy needs to be trained right now. Sammy is an excellent wizard. He has amazing potential. We can't just throw that away because of fear. We cannot live in fear of evil Douglas. We have to live with compassion. We have to let people be where they belong. And Sammy Magic belongs here. He just has to prove it. Well, Sammy, I guess I'll leave it up to you. You would currently need 175 points to even come close to winning the House Cup. Do you think you can do this? Ah, I... Okay. Sammy finally mutters out before grabbing his books and rushing back to Lionheart, where he immediately opens his potions book and studies for class the next day. Kitty Cat stares at Grumblebum, furious at him for nearly expelling one of their most astounding students, but Grumblebum was merely trying to protect Sammy. Protect Sammy from what came next. You see, the next few weeks for Sammy Magic were completely different from the rest of his time there at Wizard Harvard. Instead of going off on adventures with his friends, he had spent the weeks locked away in his rooms studying for exams. Sammy Magic dedicated himself to becoming the perfect student, allowing Harmony to tutor him on things that he didn't exactly understand, allowing Greg to teach him the aspects of wizard football that he hadn't known quite yet to improve his game. And Sammy Magic did it. Every single week, every wizard football game he had, every quiz he had to take, Sammy Magic was working overtime. Until finals. You see, Sammy Magic, the night before their finals, sat up as late as he could, deep bags under his eyes, but a chart of all of his accomplishments next to him, including the House Cup, where he had firmly cemented Lionheart as second place. He knew that he was almost there. He studied, and he studied, and he studied, and then he fell asleep on his desk. The perennial rival of any person taking a finals exam, Sammy Magic, fell asleep at his desk, forgetting to study for his potions class. And unfortunately, that quiz led to the detriment of Sammy Magic's entire career here at Wizard Harvard. He knew he didn't pass. 
Even the other quizzes he took, he couldn't fully concentrate on because that potions exam was playing in the back of his head. That F that he knew was coming, that expellation that he knew was going to come to him. After classes that day, Sammy stared at the ground, terrified. In the background, he could hear Greg and Harmony next to him talking about how well they had did on their exams, and Sammy was proud, but he couldn't escape it. He couldn't escape that blaring red F in his head, showing over and over and over again Sammy Magic, terrified of what was going to happen, when suddenly a hand grabs him by the shoulder. Sammy, Sammy, you need to come with me. It was the bear. Wait, what's going on? Harmony responds nervously as the bear quickly grabs Sammy by the arm and rushes them away. There's not much time to talk. You need to come with me right now. The trio weren't sure where the bear was leading them. But as they went up to the second floor, they started to get suspicious. And then they went up to the third floor and they got paranoid. And when they finally arrived... At the door of the third floor corridor, the, the corridor where they found Jill and Paul waiting on them, they were terrified. Why did you bring us here? Sammy responds, staring up at the bear who looks down at him, nervous. You three are the only person I can trust with this knowledge. You were right, Sammy. There is a mole, which means it's either Alan Rickman, Grumblebum plant lady. It could be any of the professors. We don't know who. What did they do? Sammy responds nervously as the bear places a hand on the door to reveal Jill. Whimpering quietly, singed fur, a bloodied nose, beaten and broken. All three of her heads rest against the ground lapping at small piles of food that the bear had brought to them. They hurt Jill. I don't know who's doing this, but we need to stop them. They hurt my girl. With this comment, the bear rushes over and pets one of Jill's three heads. Where are they? Sammy asks nervously, but realizes his question had already been answered. As he looked forward in front of Jill to discover the trapdoor leading to the big cool rock blasted wide open. Oh no. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And an extra thank you goes to all the people who helped this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... You can't sue me.